0: big money. Stephen Demko, 25, came out of the restaurant bathroom. He was tall and lean, his handsome, pleasant face marred by a small purple bruise. There was intelligence in the clear blue eyes beneath the spiked blonde hair, and one could detect the North Country of Canada in his O's. An astute observer might also see a quiet panic in his eyes as he walked toward the counter. Near his plate lay a book on film direction. Stephen was traveling to Los Angeles for advanced study at the American Film Institute, and now sat in a Carmel restaurant overlooking the ocean, sipping coffee after a medium-sized breakfast he couldn't finish. As a child, he suffered nightmares about Burt Lancaster's film, The Killers, and once woke up imagining two armed thugs coming into a rooming house to shoot him, the pistols rammed in his face. Sitting in the restaurant, Stephen did not want to think of the killers, or the cool three million in multiple mixed bills tucked into a suitcase in his car trunk, or the dead girl, Felicity Brown. He met her at a party for friends at San Francisco State, and she heard him discussing his desire to direct a film and give the masters a run for their money. Then they sat in a bar on Clement Street, and he was taken with her Ophelia-like face and rich, husky voice, the sensual way she moved. Felicity did sound recording and editing, and was blunt from the start. You wade in these waters, honey, you better have some rubbers on. It was only when he saw the boxes of adult films on the shelf that Stephen realized she also did sound for porno videos. Lying in bed, he had to ask, Does your work help or hurt your sex life? She laughed, sitting up, running her hand along his thigh. Porno actresses insist it helps, but it turned me off for a long time. They're desperate exhibitionists who love performing sex acts for a camera. For me, it's a job, providing a pattern of sound. Did you pick up any tips on foreplay? She laughed again as he felt the heat of her breast. I just want to make a great legitimate film, she said. That's all. Leave behind something that becomes part of American culture. The apartment resembled a train car, long and dim, with a small bedroom and a single window casting faint light over the bed. They made love again, and then went to a local cafe for breakfast. They spent his last day in San Francisco visiting Golden Gate Park, discussing film while drinking tea at the Japanese tea garden. Like the romantic characters in Children of Paradise, they were haunted by dreams. At the Cliff House Museum, they watched the gargoyle face of Laughing Sal, the mechanical lady who had terrorized children for 50 years. Laughing Sal would soon be moved, and the new Cliff House, lacked the exterior beauty of past historical facades. The interior was elegant with marble pillars and ferns, and they watched the sunset over drinks. Felicity laughed and grilled him as they walked home. What was the blue parrot in which film? The bar in Casablanca. The other bar, she said. In bed, Stephen snorted a line of cocaine, enjoying the fierce sudden rush. Felicity abstained. Don't you want to snort? "'I come from a family of alcoholics. "'I figure it's best not to touch anything. "'I keep a little for friends, however.' "'Good stuff,' he told her. "'Their lovemaking was urgent and fierce. "'Felicity's body firm, her open mouth wet and searching. "'A fierce storm blew in from the Pacific that night, "'and they could hear the powerful wind "'rattling the garage door leading to the apartment. "'The next morning, lying together, "'she repeated a mutual dream of filmmaking.' Where will you get the money? Investors? I have seed money, but I have to raise the rest. The porno trade pays well? No, she said. But maybe something else did. It's crazy, and I shouldn't be telling you this. I was paid to drive a truck for a slick producer friend. What was the cargo? What do you think? It was stashed in film canisters. Stephen? I love what you did to me last night, she said, touching him. Let's do it again. Again? Honey, I'm played out. The little guy just needs some oral encouragement. She did not stop in time, his hand in her hair as she swallowed the sudden teeming seed, like a scene from one of her movies. In the weak light, she looked up at him, wet lips in a playful smile. Nothing like breakfast in bed, she said in a rich contralto. I'm going to miss you, Stephen. I'll miss you, too. He took a breath. Unless you come with me. They continued talking in the shower, Stephen rubbing her back with a soapy rag.